Hashtag SAFM BTH. 0614-104-107 and you can also drop me an X at Aldrin Simpia. We're in conversation next with uh, Masiho Shiburi, who's the Deputy Chief Electoral Officer for the Electoral Operations at the Electoral Commission. So, following the proclamation of the election date, the Electoral Commission says those who wish to object to the inclusion or exclusion of voters on the voters' roll must do so um, by the 4th of March so that uh, their objections are attended to and resolved as soon as possible. They made this announcement early on today when they were briefing the media on this year's election timetable. Joining us to elaborate further on some of the things that were raised this afternoon is Masiko Shiburi. Masiko, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon. What would you say are some of the important elements, especially for the electorate, first of all, to take note of in the timetable? The timetable signals a number, a commencement of a number of things. The first one for political contestants is that the electoral code of conduct is now in force. So prohibited conduct can be enforced by the electoral court and punishment may be meted by on parties and candidates that are found to have transgressed uh, those, uh, those provisions. For voters, it signals a number of things. Those who intend to vote outside their voting districts, uh, especially those who are going to vote overseas, can now go onto our website and start giving us notice of their intention to vote abroad and indicate the mission at which they will vote. For other uh, voters in the country, the voters' role will lie open for inspection from today until the 4th to enable persons to raise objections against the competence of people who have been included or excluded from segments of the voters' role. Thereafter, the Commission will have a number of days to consider those objections and take uh, decisions on the voters' role. Once that is done, the chief voter will certify the voters' role, and that voters' role will be the voters' role used for the elections. And then for um, the special votes, these are now people who are not necessarily traveling, but they will still be in the country, but won't necessarily be where their voting station is at. Indeed. After we proclaimed, after the chief electoral officer certifies the voters' role, then there will be stability on the voters' role. We will open at that point applications for special votes by persons in the country. A person, for example, who owing to a physical condition is unable to physically go to a voting station on voting day, those can apply for special votes and our teams will visit them at the places of confinement and uh, enable them to vote in conditions uh, of dignity. Those who can go to a voting station but know that they will be away from their voting station can also, around the 12th, start applying for special votes and those will vote at their voting station before they proceed uh, to leave the areas in which they are registered. The last point to make on prior notification is that persons who know already that they will be unable to vote at their voting districts, either because they are away on work or unavoidably out of uh, their work area, those can give the chief electoral officer pre-notification. Those pre-notifications will open around the 15th, of March and they will close on the 17th of May to indicate that they will not be able to vote in their voting stations and indicate that other voting station at which 
uh, they will uh, they intend to vote and will make arrangements for those. Yeah, um, I don't know, um, Masiko, if you if you've see, if you've received as yet um, the complaint from a number of political parties, including the EFF, as well as uh, the ATM, and they are protesting against the election timetable, the deadlines that have been set. But they're also raising a point about the challenge around signature requirements and IDs, and say that it could be in contravention of the uh, Poppy Act. Um, I don't know if the IEC has dealt with this matter before. Uh, the matter has not has certainly not been raised with us, but as it relates to the timetable, the timetable is discussed with political parties represented before the commission issues it. We had a meeting on Friday and the timetable was adopted unanimously. The timetable provides for more days than we've ever had hitherto, including those additional uh, elements in the timetable. Parties that are represented by the EFF would not have to submit uh, signatures to demonstrate support because objectively they have support mm-hmm. because they have representation in legislative assemblies. A few minutes back, the Constitutional Court has uh, delivered its order in the Rivonia cycle matter in which it's, it, uh, it says it is not in the interest of justice to hear the application to reduce the signature requirements yeah for unrepresented parties. So those parties would still have to meet 15% uh, of the quota for these elections. We've not had uh, responses or objections that the uh, signature requirements will offend uh, POPI or those type of things. Uh, The period for making objections ought to have been made then when the matter was still in Parliament. What we are doing now, we are implementing a legal provision. Thank you so much. Um, That is the Deputy Chief Electoral Officer for the Electoral Operations at the Electoral Commission.